It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning to you. Uh, if you have just joined us, welcome. We are in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Our text line 0427 154 166. Port Adelaide fans are waking up to the news that Zach Butters has just added another trophy and medal to his cabinets, the uh, John Cahill medalist, because I was lucky enough to be on the microphone last night at the convention centre, and I thought, how am I going to say this? And I just randomly thought, and I, I never have good thoughts, um, but I, as John Cahill presented the medal to Zach, I said, from Jack to Zach. It's not too bad. Yeah, well. Unbelievable. No. They were very good. No, I should have laughed at that. No, no, absolutely shouldn't have laughed. I don't need your pity laughs. I wonder if we'll go back to back next year. Back to back, Jack to Zach. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Right, what? Right, they could be another one, or if um, they get um, uh, Zerk Thatcher in, it could be back to back, Jack to Zach to Brandon Zerk Thack. <laughs> I just wanted to play for you um, one of the yeah. one of the moments quick, last quickly. night. Hurry up. Um, Zach was really emotional, and he uh, paid thanks to Ken Hinckley. I'll start with Kenny. I respect you so much, mate. And someone who I've looked up to, the passion you bring, the competitiveness is something I admire. The love and care you provided me is unwavering and being, and being up for our bizarre chats, whether it's footy or personal, I've always received the best advice and I feel like you've taken me in as one as your own. And this is Ken Hinckley on Zach Butters. Everyone knows he gets called the coach's pet. Shoot me for liking a good player. He's a special person. I feel like, and I know mum and dad are in the room, but I feel like, um, as you do with all your players, you, you, you know, they talk about you as this father figure. It, 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 is, it is probably true because that's what I want to be. And I do want to be a, a father figure to all of them. I'm just so happy and I'm so proud of him. Plays football the right way. He's as tough, he's as hard, courageous. He's incredibly talented and he's a star. Zach Butters. You could you can hear the emotion in his mm. voice, couldn't you? You can see how much the, the players well, mean to him. Well, and go back to Zach Butters. Like any person who is questioning why Ken is still coaching, like there's your answer right there. He's turned a talented young man into the best player in the competition. So, you know, that's that's no mean feat. This is also Zach talking about his transformation. Um, there uh, may have been a swear word from me in there. Everybody externally was thinking he's just this annoying little pest from Dali who is just basically giving everyone else the shits. But now you are still this annoying little pest who's one of the best players in the AFL and the best player this season at the Port Adelaide Football Club. What? Everybody internally could see it coming. Are you surprised at how quickly it's happened? Yeah, I'm, I'm still that cheeky little pest from Dali. I don't think that's changed too much. Um... With the guidance from guys like Ollie and TJ, they've probably shaped me and guided me along the way and made sure it didn't get too out of hand, so I thank them. He spoke very well last night, Mark. Where's, where's Darley, by the way? Darley's in uh, regional Victoria. The Darley Demons, I think it is, or the Darley Devils, um, they won the grand final, and Zach was there. He was. And he, he was saying that um, that's been the highlight of the past couple of months, seeing his 
um, childhood club who Aaron Cadman actually used to play for them as well. So some good footballers coming out of Dali. Uh, before we get into the five things you learned on the text line, 0427154166. Alex from Glam, we love your support. He just wanted to know what Koshy meant last night when he said the Sandful sides are hindered by rules that no other clubs have. Can you give us a brief overview? Bix? Yeah, it, it's, it's in regards to the top-up players. So, you know, the Crows and Port Adelaide would have 44 listed players at any one time, you know, they've got eight to ten, sometimes more, uh, players that are injured, which means you need top-up players. The rules surrounding those top-up players are really, really difficult. They can't have played Sample footy in the last couple of years, I think it is, last two years. Uh, you're not allowed to be listed on a Sample list or their supplementary list. So every Sample team has uh, about 50 players. So you've got your 22 best players and you've got 30 others they draw from. So you can't have any of those players, even if they're not even playing reserves for Sandful clubs. So then you're sort of drawing the net mm. wider to country footy, to players who are playing in the amateurs and may not have wanted to really commit. So what you what it is difficult is you sometimes you're getting players who are playing Div 2 amateurs jumping up and playing league footy, sometimes even lower than that. Uh, and then, of course, you've, you've also got to cast the net a lot of the players that, that play with Port uh, are from the country, as with Adelaide. So very difficult for those players to train, to understand what the, the systems and processes are. So that's a significant disadvantage. Cash for scrap at Paramount Browns. The scrap metal people, Jeps Cross and Mount Barker. Our Tuesday wash-up is Mark Bickley's five things he learned. SCNSA breakfast, top five things we've learned. Okay, I'm going to kick it off with the uh, Crows Club champion. Uh, Jordan Dawson won the award. Uh, no surprise there. Rory Laird second and Taylor Walker. So the top three was as everyone expected it. Well, I just thought I wanted to talk about the feeling in the room. There was a real feeling of optimism. Uh, and this was captured by Jordan Dawson in his, uh, in his speech where he talked about believing they were good enough. A few boys took the piss out of me because I sent a message. I was up in Port Douglas watching the grand final and um, I sent a message in the WhatsApp about how we should have beaten the two teams that were in there, Granny, and um, how we're better than these teams. And he went on to say, I've started training already. I'm so keen. I just want to bring everyone along for the ride as well. So there was a real air of optimism. So it was Dawson, Laird, Walker... Isaac Rankin and John Hinge finished equal fourth. Lockie Murphy. John Hinge, he made a comeback, oh, sorry, did he? Far uh, out. Mitch That's Hinge. an incredible return sorry, to form. Yeah, just in the one game he played for <laughs> That's the LA amazing. Football. He got uh, 50 votes in the one game, Hinge. <laughs> um, Lockie Murphy was interesting. He finished in the top six. So if you got equal fourth, the next player is finishes sixth. So uh, then it was Smith, Jones, Keys, and, and uh, Miller. Now, um, Chase Jones was interesting because he missed five games and still finished in the top 10. The players outside the top 10 I also found interesting. Riley O'Brien played 23 games, finished outside the top 10. Then all these other players, Fogarty, Philthorpe, Rochelle, Saliga, Pedler, Michael Annie, all played 21 games or more, uh, all finished outside the top 10. So if you're looking at where the improvement's going to come from, you would think two or three of Fogarty, Philthorpe, Rochelle, Saligo, Pedler or Michael Annie will move into that top 10 next year. So that's some of the organic growth that Adelaide will get. I think what is remarkable, Mark Bickley, is that after making his debut in 2005, 18 years later, 37-year-old uh, John Hinge um, features in the top 10 oh, of the Crows. Just the one game, <laughs> Sorry, continue on. Uh, so that was, that was the first thing I learned across the weekend. If we're going to do Port's best and first, similar thing. The top three 
were pretty much as expected. Butters, Rosie, Houston, uh, Willem Drew, Alir Alir, and Sam Pepper rounded out the top six. So when you look outside of the top 10 for Port Adelaide, probably not as much uh, sort of upside for blokes who are going to break in. Of course, uh, you think about Jason Horn Francis finished seventh, Mild Bergman finished eighth. So some young players inside the top 10. But it's more... These are the guys that I thought sort of played semi-regularly that were outside the top 10. Dixon, Boak, McKenzie, Jonas, well, he's he's been a regular in there, but he's no longer going to be there. Marshall was an interesting one, just the injury interrupted year. Lysette, Burton, Farrell, Rioli, Finlayson. Most of those guys played a lot of footy, but were outside the top 10. So um, that's the wash up there. But Port Adelaide, Butters 23, Rosie 23. And then you talk about Bergman and Horn Francis. Mm. They're going to have four players... I think they're going to be inside the top 10 for probably the next five or six yeah, years, you would think. So that's the second thing I learned across the weekend. The third thing uh, was in regards to the South Australian Redbacks. Now, they played their Marsh Cup, of course. They conceded 435 runs Ooh. in their match. They, they It was a cracking game. They ended up making 398. Um, so in their two games, they've conceded over 800 runs, which isn't great. But here's the positive spin on it. There's two players, Fraser McGurk, and McSweeney, who hit the ball as sweet as anything that I've seen. Fraser McGurk went berserk. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty original. That was hard to come up with, wasn't it? Oh, jeepers. Oh, right. no. I've, oh, <laughs> I've heard 100 people say that in the last 36 hours, but... Oh, well, how about this? Fraser McGurk went berserk. Mark Bickley, you jerk. <laughs> Is that better? Thank you. Um, <laughs> but so the positives are um, Nathan McSweeney in, in those first two games... Just hits the ball beautifully. I, I think both those young players, I think we're going to see them wearing Australian colours at some stage. Mm. They just look to be such great timers of the footy, of the of the ball and, and hit it so sweetly. So that is a real positive. They've been able to recruit uh, Fraser McGurk in particular. He's a young man who's going places. So that's the third, second, uh, third thing I've learned. The 36ers is the fourth thing. They're in all sorts. They had a, a, <sighs> an incredibly tough draw. An away trip that went from Perth to Sydney uh, but unfortunately, they started zero and four, which isn't a great uh, start to the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're coming off a season where they would have been disappointed with how it finished last year. They've got a big game against the Illawarra Hawks. They do not want to lose this game. Already, there's some sort of jungle drums beating a little bit about we need to get ourselves organised. We need to start winning some games. So you'll fall, uh, behind, you'll fall behind very quickly if you don't. What you, what's going to happen this week? What what about the Illawarra Hawks? How are they? Well, the, the, the thing year? about it is the Thirty Sixers are down an import because they parted ways with their import prior to the season starting. Every other team has got better around us, and it's a new group that's trying to gel. And they've been in games. They make their way back to fight within the game, and then they fade away, which is not a consistent thing. And also, you've got to win your games at home. First game at yep. home against Melbourne United, loss against the Hawks this weekend. If it's zipping five, then it's pretty obvious what happens next. Mm. Yep, not good. That's the fourth thing I learned across the weekend. The fifth thing was around the ICC World Cup. The Aussies went down to India, and, and I feel like the guy who shot Bambi here, but if Alex Carey... Uh, Continues his run of form, a second ball duck on the weekend. He is going to find himself under pressure. Josh Inglis, we know, is uh, someone that um, the Australian selectors have been keen to have a look at at some stage. His batting is very, very good. So come on, Alex, we're right behind you. Let's get yourself sorted out so we can 
Make sure you're playing when the whips are cracking, hopefully later in the tournament, if we're still in it. Love it, Mark Bickley, the Tuesday wash-up. Paramount Brown's the scrap metal people. We'll see if uh, Ryan Harris has heard the phrase, Jake Fraser McGurk went berserk yet. Should I open with that and yeah, see if he laughs? Yeah, I reckon that he would have heard that. Should I ask him? Why not? All right, we'll do it next on SENSA at 16 minutes past seven.